0: When you're sick, you only want one thing, and a wise person once said that, you know, when you're sick, the only thing you can focus on is not being sick anymore. When you're healthy, you know, you want everything to happen. You want, uh, you know, you want someone to deliver you donuts, you want to be able to go get the donuts and eat the donuts, you want to, you know, you want a faster car, you want a new car, you want a clean car, you want to get new tires, you want to... A promotion and all these different things. You know, you want a million things when you're healthy, but you don't quite understand how privileged or how lucky you are to have that health until you don't have it anymore. You know, you don't know what you got until it's gone, and that goes for everything. You know, so this is why it's always a good reminder to just take that time and and be grateful for everything that you have because you know there's, for example, with my job, you know, I. I mean, it's just one of those things, you are like, i got to go to work tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. But when you're bedridden and you have to stay home for so many days, you know, you just like would give anything to be there again. So just maybe taking a bit more gratitude and and understanding how grateful we are to have what we have um, and to continue striving for more. So, yeah, I mean, the wise person once said that. I don't know who it was that actually said it, but it's an old adage. And an adage is basically something that sounds like you're doing a sum of everything, but an adage, people use it as if like that's the old saying, so I don't actually know what that means, and I might even be saying it wrong, but here we are, I don't know what I'm talking about ever, and that's fine. Um, yeah, but I've been, so you can already hear it in my voice, I'm a lot better than I have been in the last two weeks, so it has taken two weeks, and I think I've still got a little bit of it, uh, just kind of lurking a little, but I think we're on the come-ups, and I'm still doing all the practices that I had when I was sick. So what I find is that when I'm either injured or when I'm sick, I'll do everything, like I'll, I'll go five times the amount, I'll 10x that bad boy, just so that I can get better, um, so with my recovery, you know, I'll do everything to, to be better uh, in terms of my injuries, so that I can finally play again, or with my illnesses, you know, I'll double down on everything, you know, I'm, st- I'm sticking carrots in my ears, um, ginger in my mouth, and then putting the ginger up my nose as well, and putting a limb sip in between my butt crack, um, just to try, you know, make sure, so that everything's happening, you know, take nine times the recommended dose, um, I'm not a medical professional, so please don't do that. I'm not saying that I do it, but it's just you're trying to do you're trying to max out everything that you can do to be optimal again. Uh, but then what happens is when you start feeling that little bit better and maybe you're at 75% or 80%. So you're almost there. Uh, you start to back off on those different things and you and you take advantage of the fact that you're actually getting better. Um, so maybe you know now when you've been sick so how I'm kind of reframing how everything going is like you know eat those vegetables eat those greens get those minerals get everything that I should be getting all the time you know spend a little bit of time in the sun uh, make sure I'm sleeping well all those things that will contribute to having a greater life anyway it's just like not to just stop being sick but to prevent myself from being sick in the future but also to be able to you know try to experience um, you know as maybe as optimal health as I can along that point um, and I just, I've just I've thought about this quite a bit and it's how like some people who first time they try vegetables and stuff, they're like oh I feel really really good or like when I try to tell people you know the benefits of exercise, it's not until you actually do it that you're going to realise how good it actually is for you and how good it feels. Um, so that's when we start to move away from all the aesthetic side of things and how you look and actually start thinking oh man this is something that could be you know positively benefit me uh, without going into the whole body shaming and all that sort of stuff like actually for the way that it makes you feel uh, and properly enjoying the experience of just being alive and that's what life's about right Um, 42 Alright, so yeah, I guess part of being sick and part of the stuff that I've been talking about has been my skin, uh, and my eczema has been really bad, it was actually quite nice, or not nice, but it was comforting because last night I went around to go see a friend and he was just asking me about my eczema because he now has eczema as well and he's you know got the thing around his face and, and we were describing the feeling of it all, um, and you know, with that I think what I did was, oh man, I just like, I didn't ask to get eczema, but pff, I have to spend so much money just to try to like get stuff that I like so I was using this little balm thing not a balm it's like a, 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 a uh, what's that thing where you like rub it on your body but it's not a bar of soap Oil, no, liquid, Um, wash, I was using this wash thing, a sedful one, cost a whole lot of money but because it wasn't like a soap or a foamy soap, it might have been a psychological thing but it's really gentle on my body but it always made me feel like I wasn't actually cleaning myself, Uh, I was clean by the way, don't try at me, Uh, I was clean uh, but I wanted like a soap so I got a bar of soap which was over $10 and I know that sounds bougie but it's really just because it has to be sensitive on my skin, Uh, so I got that. Uh, and I also got a new moisturizer. So the moisturizer I was using, I I'm pretty sure, like I was like, this has to be the most sensitive of the sensitive just because of what it said on it. But there was one that was additionally sensitive. Uh and that one, you know, to be more sensitive it cost a lot of uh, an, an extra ten dollars. And I think that's just that's just life, right? The more sensitive you are, the the <laughs> the more expensive the price is. But you know, I'm doing all of these things and I think it's a small price to pay to actually be comfortable again because this has got me to the point where it's actually difficult to sleep. Uh, because I'm so itchy all the time and I wake myself up in the middle of the night scratching uh, and showers are not as fun, social events is not as fun because like I'm scratchy all the time or I'm itching all the time um, and I've gone through a whole bunch of things and I just like it changes the way that I think about social situations now because I'm like oh if I shower too quick or closely to this thing I'm going to be too itchy and I'm going to be scratching the whole time and it'll be uncomfortable um, so that's all you know those are all things that we need to keep in mind for those people who never really get to live the life that you know of not having eczema uh, or not having some sort of illness you know these people would kill to be in that position uh, but otherwise they have to they have other things to think about as well so bam six minutes in and I'm not even talking about what we're talking about today but the key for today uh, firstly, to be grateful, as always, that's that's what we're going to talk about every single week because that is part of building uh, a robust system in yourself. Uh, but also today, I kind of was thinking more about the experiences or the conversations that I have with different people uh, and the things that I notice myself that I do that would definitely get on the nerves of other people. Um, and it's because I'm someone who likes to talk about integrity as being one of my you know key themes. For me, the integrity that I have um, comes from me actually confronting the things that I say I do and what do I, what do I actually do. Uh, and what I try to do is I try to be a really good communicator, but I also try to be someone who is extremely understanding um, and someone that you can kind of talk to about anything. Um, and that kind of goes for me you know I, I expect the other people who are in my life as well to try to you know have that sort of awareness about them and I'm, I'm so sure that not everyone not everyone has that same awareness and that's fine uh, awareness is something that kind of just comes as the more that you try to examine everything that's going on in your life um, but what I found is that there are a, a few common things in conversations that you have with people uh, and it's been over the years and it's in different relationships, friendships and all that sort of stuff that I've noticed I either get barred up at or I find that is the common feedback for me. Uh, so I'm kind of looking at this more on like what are the what are the things that I do wrong um, because from here we can actually start to see how we can change the way that we um, change the way that we communicate with other people and now this might be something for you where you know you notice something of yourself that you do uh, or you might notice that other people do it as well this is not for me to say that these people are wrong um, but this is just to say like in general these are the types of things that start to you know get on your nerves a little bit um, and there might be some actionable steps just to kind of get away from it but I think the first is just being aware that if you are doing some of these things you know maybe to think about where you are going with that from from there so I think this kind of was spawned from reading the book How to Win Friends um, and Influence People So that is just like a book where, when I read it, I thought it was pretty straightforward, I thought it was just like, you know, you'd be a kind person, you'd be an understanding person, empathetic person, uh, and not try to think that you're better than anyone at the table. So I think that's pretty straightforward, but there's a few things where, in the conversations that I have with different people, um, people have pointed out to me that, you know, I'm someone who is so intellectual, sorry, that sounds really up myself, but I can converse with different things but sometimes you know I definitely don't give uh, the other people in the room the chance or I'm the opposite where I just don't give anything back uh, and everyone else is kind of expecting something to come from me. So um, I've got about four things that I want to talk about quickly then there's a few things uh, in terms of updates in my life uh, and then that'll be us for today. So uh, the first one that I think is something to be aware of um, is just Telling someone that their problems are not problems. And this is something that I found most recently, uh, well, recently when I started going to counseling again, but also just, um, you know, trying to find a good counselor. And it might be just myself, uh, but what I found was sometimes when, you know, something was killing me or just feeling like it was the end of the world, and I was saying, you know, to this person, oh, it's pretty bad, blah, 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 uh, they would then kind of undermine it and say, you know, a lot of people feel like that. Or, um, You know, it's not as bad as you think it is, like it's all built up in your head. Sometimes when you do have a problem and it's something that has been uh, worrying you for a while, the first thing you don't, like you actually want to understand that this is something that you should be, you know, you could be worried about and it's understandable that you are feeling that way. Um, sometimes maybe it's not as big, but that's from someone else's perspective. That person is not in your shoes and they don't understand how you actually feel about it. And if it's making you lose sleep or if it's making you change the way that you are because it's definitely uh, you know, on your mind a lot of the time, then it's, it's definitely a problem. And what I'm not trying to say here is that all of your problems um, are going to be validated by different people. But- It's difficult to feel like you can open up to someone or have that confidence in someone to be able to hear you if uh, they just kind of undermine all of the problems that you think you have. Now, I'm not saying every single problem you go voice to someone, but the difficulty here is that if you build up that confidence to be able to go talk to someone about it and they just totally shut it down, uh, it makes you feel like, oh, why was I even worrying? god I'm stupid and then you start to go on down that vicious cycle that I always talk about of you thinking you're silly and that you don't really like operate like other humans do um, so that's not to say that if someone comes to you with a problem that you just say oh my gosh that must be so hard for you oh how do you live it with yourself that's difficult you're so strong you're brave ah. um, it's more just to be like I hear you you know oh I hear you that must be difficult and you know you don't have to understand that pain You don't have to relate it to something that you've been through either, which takes us to number two. Making something about yourself if someone has a problem or they come forward of something you know like oh I had a pain or I remember when I hurt my tricep and then someone else started talking about oh yeah I had a I had a shoulder injury once once like making every story that comes out about yourself uh, and this is something that I find is not just about negative things that happen like I've already said this multiple times but we live in a world where we kind of praise the people who go over and above and like haven't slept like oh yeah I haven't I, I only got uh, three minutes sleep last night oh pr- I haven't eaten since like 92 Um, You know, all those sorts of people And it's kind of like we praise each other for being as hardcore as we are Uh, But, you know, that kind of takes away from someone else If someone said, oh man, I got a really bad sleep last night um, And I'm just feeling a little bit out of it just be like, ah, you know, you don't have to top that person by saying, oh, you're talking about bad sleeps, I haven't, I haven't slept right since, you know, ah, ah, ah. and then they just make it all about themselves, um, so that's something to be aware of as well, but also with the celebrations that people have, sometimes people have really good news, and they bring it out, and they're so stoked to tell everyone, and then someone just f- turns it on to them, oh, oh you got that, oh yeah, oh, I know someone, like I either know someone who got something like that back when we were at high school, or I did that as well, I, I, I did something really really similar, so being, having to do that as well, like you just take the spotlight away from someone else, it's almost as if you go you know, to, someone's, to someone's house and you take a cake with you for dessert, and then you're like, oh did anyone eat the cake, yeah I made the cake, that was my cake, that we ate it here But you're at someone else's party Celebrating someone else Don't make it about yourself Alright That's the second thing So if someone has a problem Or they have something They want to celebrate Or they are They have an event That they want to You know Share with everyone Don't make it about yourself right? There will be a time Where you can come out And share what you're sharing uh, But don't You know That's that's someone else's spotlight, and it's not to say that you're going to take away from that person's spotlight. Uh, but it's just like no one likes someone who tries to put the center, tries to be the center of attention. On the other end, though, no one likes someone who never wants to be the center of attention. So I know sometimes when people have celebrations for you, and this is something I'm very very guilty of, uh, they try to celebrate me, and I feel like it's not it's unnecessary. Sometimes just go with it. If, this, if these people have put that effort in to celebrate you as an individual, um, you know. As much as you don't like it, you just grin and bear it, but then you'll also be appreciative that these people took time to think about you uh, and wanted to make sure that you were celebrated for the work that you had done. Because to us, we feel like we've never done enough work, but other people will see that you are doing amazing things. And the reason I say that, and something that backs that up a little bit, I think, is that, you know... When you're writing a reference letter about yourself, it's really difficult to write it because you're like, I don't want to talk up myself, I don't want to seem like, oh I love myself, oh yeah, rub my shoulders, put a little oil on my body, baby, baby. Um, But what can happen is that if you write about someone else, you can see all the shining things that they do because... You know, you see them for what they are. You don't put anything on it. You don't say, oh, they just got a lucky break. They, uh, you know, they got a lucky break or somehow they managed to get there and, oh, they're not even trying that hard. You just see what they do um, for its objective sense. And then you start to see this person uh, as you see them, as they play out in the world. So if you wrote your reference for someone else, so if you wrote their reference and then changed the pronouns later um, and just said I instead of they um you'll actually get a really good representation of what that person um is done uh has done and is like and that just kind of goes to show that other people see you um in higher regard than you think you see yourself um and sometimes the other way as well some people think you're a downright arsehole um so those are things to be aware of you know listen to what other people say because if enough people are saying it it's probably true. Cool. Um and yeah so something that well um and another thing so just kind of on those things, these all have to do with taking the, uh, the, 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 the presence or the light away from someone. Uh, so that first one is just, you know, you're telling someone that their problem is, is not even a problem. Uh, and then the second one is, so it's almost like, oh, I've got a pain. Uh, and then that first one is like, that's not even that sore. Uh, That's like the first one that's an example of the first one and the second one is just like oh you've got that pain I've got this pain and making it about yourself there Uh, and then another one is giving unsolicited advice so sometimes you know someone sees someone doing something and maybe they're just happy with doing the way that they're doing it Uh, but then going through and just saying hey have you ever thought about doing it this way? Like, if it's unsolicited, sometimes it can be helpful. But I think there are ways that we can go through a process of actually discussing it uh, before just giving that advice um, because then it <laughs> it's not unsolicited anymore. Um, so from there, you know the types of things that, people just want to be helpful, I know people want to be helpful, and I know, but some people are definitely out there thinking that their way is more optimal than other people's ways, and that's why they say what they say, Uh, but there there are some people who have definitely benefited from some things, and they just want life to be easier for other people, so I think the first one is looking at the intention of that person, but, If you are going to give some sort of advice, I think it's better to ask if that person wants to hear it first uh, because they might be happy doing the process that they're doing or there might be a reason why they do the things that they do. Um, Being condescending, for the way that someone is doing something and giving them that advice, um, that's also difficult because, you know, not everyone wants to hear <laughs> that they aren't doing something the most optimal way uh, because we all pretty much think to ourselves that we're living life the least optimal way and we should be better anyway so if someone else is coming through and telling you well, you could be better, um, yeah, it's, it's going to really, really fuck you off. Um, cool, so, um, yeah and I think it like I said, it gives you that condescending vibe that you think that you're better than that person because you're giving this advice um and it can just really get in uh get, into, get yeah, that can really get in their head uh and what it does I find is it is it makes that person l- never really want to listen to you again because all you do is give advice um and you just like don't really listen or you don't really care about what it is that that person actually needs. Uh, cool and then the last one and this is kind of tying everything up and it kind of when you make things about yourself so you give that unsolicited advice because you want to feel like you're the one who helped that person kind of have that like savior complex about you uh, but you're making it about yourself instead of you know actually celebrating the moment that you're in but also you know telling someone that their problem isn't a problem. Um, the last one is just talking about yourself all the time right now i sound like a dickhead right now because there are times where some people can come through uh and they can give you really really good feedback and they can you know talk about themselves because that's what they were they were asked to do someone asked them about themselves and they are just answering the question but sometimes and this happened quite a bit um a while ago and it kind of happens now like some people just really you know like hey you want to catch up for coffee a man haven't seen you in a while and I say no to these people because I know who they are now and what they do is they sit you down and try to make it like it's a social thing but they only talk about themselves they don't ever ask me how I'm going they don't ever ask how anything else is going they just come in and dump all their problems there now I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with a good old dump both number two and a good verbal dump Uh, but if that person is not ready for you then just not going to be like oh my gosh that was really really full on and I feel like I'm going to have to take on some of those issues that you just brought up like whoa hey whoa gosh you need to I think you need to go see someone about that because I'm not a counsellor and I don't want to have to take this on but the way that you delivered it to me makes me feel like I have to help you Um, so there's two parts to this the first one is just like Think about the the mind or the headspace that that person is in. If you're going to go and talk about yourself, you know maybe there's something that you can do. Like, are you do you have the capacity to hear about this? All I want to do is vent, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with a good old vent, like I said before. But the person you're going to go vent to needs to be in a position to be able to hear that vent. Like sometimes people come into my office and they'll just sit down when I'm in the middle of work. And then what happens is I just, you know, I get passive aggressive because I hate saying no, 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 don't do that. But I just do really short, sharp, like, uh, eh. Like, I don't want to listen anyway. Um, And that makes me feel like a bad person, but sometimes people do that, and they'll just come in and just talk about themselves. Uh, And that's, you know, like I said, it's not bad, but I think there's two things to keep in mind here. The first one is asking that person if they're actually in a position to be able to listen to it. Uh, And then the second thing is just, if you are going to be that person who vents and you don't want someone to try to offer you that solution right away, like, oh, so what are you going to do about it? I fucking hate that. I hate when people are like, oh yeah, interesting, so what are you going to do about it? I know most things should be kind of actionable at the end, but sometimes you just need a vent you just need someone to hear it you just need a sounding board so that it goes out into the universe you can slowly process your thoughts as you're doing it this is why I have a podcast because I know that you guys will write into me but most of the time I'm just talking and I'm getting this stuff out there so I can start to feel like oh yeah okay I can start to see oh yeah blah 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 and then when I go back a few times I go look at some like where my head was at in that moment and then I'm like oh man I've come such a long way since then um But I don't get that instant feedback I don't get someone who's always telling me like oh what are you going to do about it oh but you know these are steps that you can take because sometimes I don't need that I know what the steps are I just need to acknowledge it in that first little bit so that's the the second thing about venting if if you want to vent don't be there if someone wants to come vent to you and they've asked you and you've given them that permission don't always look to kind of answer the problem, uh, don't always look to give them advice, so maybe something you can do is like, ask, oh do you want, um, you know, do you just want to vent, and do you want me to be a sounding board, or do you actually want me to try provide you a solution, and then from there, it changes the way that you listen to it, you should be actively listening both ways, uh, but one of them you're kind of looking to see, oh yeah well that, you can do this, uh, and then some of them you're just like, I'm here for you, you know, I'm here for you, and i I understand the way that you're feeling. That's all you need to do um and then for the other one who's just talking about themselves all the time, um you know just make sure that you're asking the other person how they are too. Gosh, you know, don't try to be the center of the spotlight and don't ask someone to come to a mutual discussion or a reciprocal discussion and not reciprocate uh, by asking them how they are and don't make it all about yourself. Uh, So that has been another episode of the good to be here slash sick as podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Definitely all over the place. I don't know what I'm talking about, but then again, I never do. That's just me. Love you all. Take care.